It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another special edition of the I-70 Football Show. It's not as special as the last one. We don't have video. We don't have Chris. But uh, it is still an addition that is special because, one, it's an instant reaction to something that just dropped. And, two, it is the reaction to something that we have been waiting for for a year. And we've talked about in, like, every other podcast. I forgot. We've been waiting for this for a while. Yeah. So, as always... I'm your host, Jordan. I'm here with my co-host, Dante. Uh, Dante, first of all, how are you doing today? And secondly, what are your initial thoughts on the news? Firstly, I'll answer the first one because that makes sense. It's both one. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. It was actually a pretty decent day today at work. I was productive and, and stuff. So it's a pretty good day. Uh, how are you doing before I give you my, my initial thoughts? Uh, I'm all right, man. I can't complain. It's Thursday. It's about to be Friday. I actually get to work from home this Friday. So it's like good might, news in the football end, like warm outside. Yeah, I'm cool. I might pull that off tomorrow, too. Yeah? Yeah, maybe. We'll I, see. We'll I, see. I, I work it from depends. home. I work from home every Friday, except the Fridays they tell me I can't work from home. Like, my, like it says I work from home every Friday, but then they always be trying to have me come in the office for meetings and stuff. Right. Honestly, if this this if this one of my coworkers does like if all if everyone doesn't show up to the office tomorrow, then I will go into the office just so I can have that solitude. But if people are going in, I might just take a Friday and work at work from home. Uh, it's 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 up in the air, you know. Play anybody. Yeah. Mm. Understand that. Not mad at it at all. So let's let's get into it because this right. is going to be the first and only show where we say it's going to be short. That's actually short. So what is your initial thoughts about the new Flex Protect Plus scheduling structure for the Big Ten? 
Uh, as I'm looking at it, I'm a bit confused, and here's why. And I, we've talked about it. We talked about it several times. So we knew UCLA and USC were going to have each other. Like, they were going to have to face each other. That was going to be a game that was going to happen regardless all the time. Right. What I am lost about is, is that the big names in the Big Ten are not playing them for the first two weeks. They are. Right? Oh, you mean like like back to back? Yeah, the, the, well, they're they're not the two play play opponents. I thought one yeah. of those would one of them at least one school was gonna have to face another school to start. I, I mean, I mean, technically, kind of. Kind uh, USC, of. USC, Penn does. State, Penn State, and USC. Yeah. So it's not like the big ones, like you know, Ohio State, Michigan, but like Penn State's the. Third biggest brand, fourth now with USC. So, like, it's kind of there. Yeah, but here's the reason why I, I you're right, but I can't, I can't fully get because like USC is the biggest, the bigger name in uh, what are they, the Big Twelve, Pac, Pac Twelve? Yeah, Pac Twelve. Pac Twelve. They're like the biggest name in the Pac Twelve. So I just thought to have them in here to start off this whole new thing, you will have them go against either the the people who just won the Big Ten, which would be Michigan. Or Ohio State, since that's the biggest name in the Big Ten. That's where I initially thought this would start. And then after that, we start figuring out who they play and stuff like that after two years. I just thought we were going to start off with a bang and have them go up against one of the two. I'm still not I'm not mad at Penn State. I'm not even really mad at Wisconsin. I just thought one of those would be somebody else. Yeah, I agree, to be completely honest with you. Um, I mean, in all of, like, I've done a lot of work on this. I've written, like, three articles about it, um, multiple uh, different, you know, iterations and things like that. And every iteration that I've done, every uh, comment that I've had on any sort of app, Twitter, anything, even in person, I've always said that it should be Ohio State, USC, and Michigan should play UCLA for the first two years. Um, and obviously with the the new model, which we're going to break down here shortly because we're talking about it without explaining what it is, they're right. going to play. But like you're saying, they're not the two play opponents. So my initial thoughts before we actually kind of explain what it is, I like it. Um, I think that it's the, even though like it's what I wanted, but different. And I think that it's, the more I look at it, the more that I look into it, it makes the most sense, right? And we'll mm-hmm. talk about it a little bit more um, after we explain it. But ultimately, they did this because they didn't want to force rivalries. Like, we all expected the, you know, the um, 366. But the problem with the 366 is what three teams are you giving Maryland? What three teams are you giving Northwestern? What three teams are you giving Rutgers? What three teams are you giving Illinois? Illinois has, you know, more than most because they've been in it forever. But, like, right. what three teams are you – like, technically you can give Nebraska three teams, but they've only been in the conference since 2014. So what three te- – I mean, uh, this is the 30th anniversary of Penn State in the Big Ten. They joined in 1993, barely longer than we've been alive. So what right. true rivalries do they have? And we see that in the fact – that they don't have any. Right. And so I think it makes it harder on the conference, which I'll talk about in a second, but it, it, it makes it the best because you give yourself the flexibility and you're not force feeding games that nobody wants to see. Because if they were going to do the three, six, six, 
right? As I've said, and as I kind of thought, and most people thought until this kind of exploded out of nowhere, they were absolutely going to have like an Ohio State, Maryland or something like that. Because you have, when you do this, you have to give your best teams in at least one easy game each year because you want them to get into the 12-team playoff. This right. avoids that because you can give them easy games, but they don't have to play the same easy game every year. Like Ohio State doesn't have to play Maryland every year when nobody really wants to see that. So and my I'm initial gonna, thoughts. I, I know for a fact, no one, I don't, I don't want to see Ohio State Northwestern. I, this, I, I don't even exactly. want to, I don't even want to see Illinois Northwestern. Exactly. And, and and so I think this is the best route. I I didn't know that this was a possibility until recently when like little, cause we talked about this before, the big 10 don't release nothing until they release it. Literally as it always happens, we were still going to have to wait a year before we got this. Well, they couldn't wait a year because of like scheduling and tickets and things like that. It had to be released because it starts next year. So it was always going to be released this summer. But like as everything else, what happened? You got the breaking news the day before. And then right after you got the breaking news, you got the day and time of the press press conference. And then the press conference happened and they explained it. That's exactly what happened with the media deal. Like nothing really leaks in the Big Ten. And so finally got it. So let's say let's talk about what we got first. And then we'll go into some more kind of details and different things like that. So what we got is, and I'm going to call it what it is, but it's a dumbass name. We got the Flex Protect Mop Plus. Literally. I'm sorry, what? Why are we putting plus at the end of things? Hold on. I'll tell you why. It's plus. Someone literally said this. I'm not making this up, by the way. It's plus because it's the second iteration of the Flex Protect. Whatever they decided to do first, they changed it up a little bit. And so this is plus. Why they couldn't just say flex protect because we didn't know that there was a previous model. I don't know. I don't know. That would be too this, easy. That's <laughs> they just we just adding words to things because it yes. just could have been flex protect, but we just have because because now you just they're going to call it FPP, and it just could have been yeah. FP. FPP sounds stupid. So yeah, I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I even think flex protect is a stupid name. I mean, but like, it's not really a name. It's exactly what it is. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. like it's literally they just they called it what yeah, it was. Yeah, they just called it what it was. But flex protect the plus part is just because it's like, what is this? Yeah, mine, Hulu? It's like, what is this Hulu? <laughs> like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Um, Apple Plus. Like, yeah, it's just it's just the thing. What are we so, doing what exactly is the flex protect plus? Let's get into that very quickly. Essentially, as we've kind of alluded to. It is a three-six-six scheduling model. Again, three team, three teams that you play twice, like every year, and then six teams that you rotate so that you play all fifteen teams in a two-year span. One of the things that they did that we weren't sure how they were going to do, we didn't know if they were going to do a two-year cycle or a four-year cycle. A two-year cycle would be you play the same two teams back-to-back years, home and home, and then you get a new two teams. A four-year cycle would have been you play these teams, but you don't play them every year. Like you rotate them. Like you, um, you play like you, sorry, you do play the same teams every year, but you play them for four years straight. So you get through the whole cycle of having a home and home with every other team. And the two year, you don't get the home and home with every other team. You just play every other team once. And then in that next two years, you'll still get it, but you'll have a different, protect two as they call it so essentially they're just doing a two-year cycle 
every two years, they're going to drop a two-year schedule with opponents and um, we'll know what that Big Ten schedule is for the next two years. The flex protect portion, as we've already talked about, is in a typical 3-3-3-3-3-6-6, you need to have three protected rivalries. Not every team has three protected rivalries. Some, like Iowa, technically have four because they have one with Iowa State. Some, like Penn State, have zero. Some, like Maryland and Rutgers, really have zero because I wouldn't call Maryland and Rutgers really a rivalry. It's just they came in at the same time. They were in the ACC, and they lived close to each other. Like, I don't know. At least for the past, for the, since it's we've not been a rivalry because there's no juice to it. Yeah, yeah, no. But I'm talking about Penn State, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan State. I think they have something going there. Okay, so we'll get into that. But that's that's we'll get into that because we have to talk about the Penn State thing. Yeah. So essentially, what they decided to do, and this was the way that they did it, because it essentially it's the only way to make everyone happy. Instead mm-hmm. of forcing teams to play or picking which rivalries you no longer have. They essentially just did a a poll. They did a Word document, and they said, you tell us who you want to play. Ohio State, I only care to play Michigan. I don't care about anyone else. Okay, Penn State, who you care to play? We don't have any rivalries. We just don't want to play Ohio State and Michigan every year. And if you're surprised by that, you weren't listening because their AD has literally said the same thing for the past year. He said it multiple times. He's been sick of that. Yeah, um, and he's he's specifically. And I'm not mad at being sick of that because it's like you're. Yeah, we we're we're gonna be great, but we're always gonna like we if we run into one of them two, we're probably gonna want lose that game. Even if we're right. really good, we're probably gonna lose that game. It's always gonna mess us up. So. Right. Yeah. Um. You know, Michigan. Who do you want to play? Well, we want to play Ohio State, but we also have to play Michigan State okay, because yeah. we're in the same state, and people will riot, and our governors probably won't like it. So essentially, they just went around Robin and said, "Hey." This is MySpace. Make your close friends. <laughs> like, who do you want? Yep. Who do you want in your friend group? Who do you want to hang out with at the lunch table? And they did that, and they just did it. And so Ohio State only had one, and they said, okay, we'll figure it out. Iowa had three, and they said, okay, we'll figure it out. Michigan had two, they said, okay. Like, they just didn't force anything, and that is the theme of this whole thing. They didn't force it. And one of the reasons they didn't force it is if they would have done the flat, if they would have done the regular three six six, and you give USC to Penn State, Ohio State, Maryland, uh, any Michigan, any of those, you're extending their travel by making them go to these places every year for infinity. That's one of the reasons they did this. On top of just respecting certain rivalries, I mean, they have to. Regardless. It allows them they have to travel, they right? Can- but it's different because they can. They every two years they determine. Yeah. how and when they travel. Yeah. Yeah. So like they're it's they're always going to travel, but it's a way to protect them. It's a way to make their travel intentional. Essentially. Uh-huh. And it's just you have more again, flex protect. You have more flexibility when teams don't have three teams that they have to see every single year. The other thing about it is this, as the Big Ten has become more and more like the NFL, this allows them to have a slightly more NFL-style um, scheduling model, right? What does the NFL do? They First thing they do is they say, you are the number one team, so when you play your crossover, you play the number one team in each division. Number two plays number two, number three plays number three, number four plays number four. They do that because it's one, competitive balance, and two, that's where you get the best games. And then the other things they do is they say, well, you know, uh, the Chiefs and the Rams just had an amazing game last year. 
let's play them again. Like, like, like let's we want to see that game again. Uh, this was a great Super Bowl. We, we want to uh, see that the, game again. The Chiefs Bills game where it's right, like, exactly like fifty some points each. Exactly. Yeah. We want to see that again. That's the benefit of the year. Big Ten can't do a year because of all the teams. So that, but they can do that in two years. If Ohio State and USC have a really, really good game, which of course they're going to, they can say for the next two years, we want to see that. That's going to be that's going to be your flex protect for that two years. If Wisconsin ends up struggling and Luke Fickle is not good there, which is probably not going to happen, they can say, Wisconsin, we don't want to see you against USC anymore because you're getting your ass kicked. We're going to put you against Rutgers, and we're going to put Michigan State against USC because Michigan State is now one of the best uh, teams in the Big Ten. It allows you to pick and choose who does what and when based on how good they're doing. You can pick and choose matchups that people want to see. And to your point, of Michigan, Michigan State, uh, sorry, Penn State, Michigan State, Penn State, Ohio State, some of these other ones, you don't get them every year because that would get that defeats the point of the division, but yeah. you can still do them often. I would be shocked if Penn State is not Ohio. Like, I knew they weren't getting it originally. I, I said that to everyone. I've been saying that. I would be shocked if Penn State is not in Ohio State's protect to the next two years next because you don't want to get rid of that rivalry entirely. Penn State just doesn't want to play Ohio State every year. They just don't. But they're going to play, I bet you, after after Ohio State, their next uh, pick two is going to be Michigan. Like, you're still going to get that because you can pick some of these rivalries. It's yeah. just not an every year thing. Right. Okay. So that okay. is my... Okay. that makes sense. Um. Yeah. So bad. that's kind of what's going on. That's kind of what's going on. The, the, the key word here is flexibility and not forcing things. Right. And the last thing is trying to make everyone happy. And this does make everyone happy because the schools get to say, especially schools like Iowa, who for some reason want four yearly rivalries, including Iowa State, they get to say, I got exactly what I wanted. But Fox, CBS, and um, NBC get to say, hey, we didn't see Ohio State USC last year. Let us get, let's get that the next two years. Like, hey. I mean, Nebraska just got really good out of nowhere. Let's let's put them up against Penn State. They're kind of equal caliber programs right now under Matt Rule. Let's let's see that for the next two years. Like TV networks are going to get to ask for certain things, and if it's bad, right? If you UCLA is just dog shit and they just don't make the transition well, I bet money UCLA is playing Rutgers next. Like they're not going to be Rutgers up against Michigan. Yeah, like they're going to like get yeah. them out the spotlight. Let's get well, a game that's on the list already. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, it's, it's Nebraska and Rutgers. They already think they're going to be dog shit. Damn, that's that's tough. <laughs> that's I mean Rutgers had to play somebody. <laughs> so just thought it wouldn't be UCLA. Oh, yeah. yeah, honestly. So let's take a really quick break. Um, and then when we come back, we will list off who is actually protected, which rivalries are protected. And then we'll talk about some of the ones that we like, some of the games that we're excited for and the 2024-25 season. Uh, and then we'll wrap up. So uh, we'll be right back after the break. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a 
happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Okay, welcome back to the instant reaction to the Flex Protect Plus, the FPP. Uh, you know what OPP? No, I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> um, the, yeah, the extra P is useless. So It really is. The plus is useless. <laughs> I really yeah. might just call it the Flex Protect. That's or what I'm, I'm going to call it. Or, or I might not even call it anything. This, I'm going to just be like the new scheduling system. Like, that's yeah, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah honestly. Um, okay, so... The Big Ten ultimately decided on 11 annual rivalries. So I'm going to list them very quickly. Michigan-Ohio State, duh. Michigan-Michigan State, duh. Also duh. Minnesota-Wisconsin, that makes sense. Minnesota-Iowa, Wisconsin-Iowa, Nebraska-Iowa. Minnesota and Wisconsin are longtime Iowa rivals. And it's funny because um idea the big 10 wanted nebraska and wisconsin to be rivals when wisconsin when nebraska came in in 2014 and it never happened but they built a rivalry with iowa like iowa wanted nebraska they play every they play the last 12 years or however many years on black friday every year and so that like that is a natural rivalry Give me that easy game real quick. <laughs> it's not going to be easy. They might regret it. It's not going to be easy for long. But oh yeah, not for uh, long. But they definitely. But, that's what it was. That's what it yeah. was at first. But also the fans just really like it. It's the Black Friday game. Like that. That is a game where they don't have a lot of history, at, but they created a rivalry that fans like, and so they wanted that. So then you also have Maryland Rutgers, which, as we already said, is not a rivalry as much as they try to make it. But they're two teams of the same, you know, ilk. Um, although Maryland's doing slightly better right now, kind of. Um, and then we have Indiana-Purdue. That makes sense. They're in the same state. We have Illinois-Purdue, which makes sense because they're right next to each other. And then we have Indiana-Northwestern, which you had to give Northwestern someone, and they reside in Illinois. So that also makes sense. So you're getting a lot. And then the last one is USC-UCLA, which is actually a rivalry, and also they reside in the same state. So you can see how they came to these. Have you played a lot? Do you live in the same state? Yes or no? 
if the answer is yes, you played a lot, and yes, you live in the same state, you're probably going to protect your rivalry. And then if the answer is no to either of those questions, you're just going to play once every two years, and that's going to be more than you typically played anywhere. So with that, before we go um, further to talk about kind of how they came up with this, the Big Ten has eight rivalries that have been played more than 100 times. Eight. Of the eight, six of them are protected in this system. So Minnesota-Wisconsin has played 133 times. Indiana-Purdue, 124. Michigan-Ohio State, 118. Illinois-Northwestern, 116. Iowa-Minnesota, 116. Michigan-Michigan State, 115. Michigan-Minnesota, 104. That is one of the ones that didn't stay. Illinois-Ohio State, 103. That is one that didn't stay. But Illinois and Ohio State are opponents in 24-25. So they kind of gave us the Illibuck. It's just not always. It looks like they definitely do play at some point. Yeah. So they're they're the protect too. So we get it. It's just not the forever thing. So um, the uh, Illinois and Ohio State is one that we don't get. And then the Michigan-Minnesota. And of the the ones that have been played 100 times, those are the two less. At all the, the six that were kept are 115 times and more. Michigan, Minnesota is 104. Illinois, Ohio State's 103. And those rivalries haven't played as much already because they were in different divisions. So they've already kind of gotten rid of those. That makes sense. Then you go down to the next list. There's three more who've been played 90 times. Illinois, Purdue, 98 times. That one was kept. Iowa, Wisconsin, 96 times. That one was kept. UCLA, USC, 92 times. That one was kept. The only, the outside of Maryland Rutgers, the one rivalry that has been played the least that was kept was Iowa-Nebraska, which has been played 53 times as a big difference, but Iowa wanted to play Nebraska. So essentially, they literally pulled up Wikipedia like I did, and they said, okay, y'all have played 100 times, you can play. Y'all have played 100 times, but y'all are already East-West, so you're not playing right now. We don't really care about these rivalries. Y'all three have played 90 times. We're going to keep those, and then we're going to put a couple together because they're in the same state or because someone really, really wanted that. Right. I don't have any issues with that. Do you? No, I I can see that again. I, I don't know that Iowa Nebraska one is it's reaching like hell, but I mean, but it's again, it's about making people happy, and happy, Iowa wanted yeah. it. I mean, I, okay. Like I again, I'm not fully mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I yeah, it's it's weird, but yeah, it's weird. I mean, I that's just, again, I just think Iowa might be ducking a little bit of smoke, just a tad, but I'm not fully mad at it. Yeah, but Iowa's an old-school program. They hate women, they hate black people, and they gamble. So, of course, they wanted old-school rivalries. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what is it, the, the 30s? <laughs> uh, that's all they did was drink and gamble. I mean, <laughs> sounds like the Iowa program based on all their scandals. Um, anyways. Actually, yeah. Yeah, I, Man, I was joking, yeah. but I wasn't. Like I said, yeah, right. <laughs> like, it's like I was kind of joking, but like not really. Not really. No. <laughs> um. Anyways, so let's before we get out of here because we don't want to stay too much longer. We'll run down the the which programs have which for the next two year cycle, and then we'll get some final thoughts. So Illinois, they have we already listed. You know their that we already listed their rivals. So we're just going to list the three games that they're going to have for the two years, the protect two, as they call them. So Illinois for the next two years, 
is going to play Northwestern, Ohio State, and Purdue. Maryland, I'll just go, because this is not an alphabetical. Oh, it is. It's just across. So Indiana, for the next uh, two years, is going to play Maryland, Michigan State, Purdue. Iowa, for the next forever, is going to play Minnesota, Nebraska, and, and Wisconsin. I think they're going to always ask for that. Yes, yes. Theirs is going to be the least flexible. Everyone else is flexible. Iowa is not flexible, which, I mean, we know that. They won't that fire place. anybody. <laughs> they, won't, they, won't, they won't fire anybody. They won't do anything. They're not flexible in Iowa. We've seen that. They just proved what we knew that they were. Like, they are what right. we thought they were. Right. Maryland, right. for the next two years has to play Indiana, Michigan, and Rutgers. Michigan, for the next two years, plays Maryland, Michigan State, and Ohio State. And I think it's going to be very interesting to see the Michigan thing because, like, are they going to give them USC one year and Maryland's going to have to play Ohio State, Michigan State, and USC? Or are they going to try to keep them with an easy one, as we talked about, because you want to get them to the playoffs? I think think Michigan Michigan will probably USC one year and then Maryland will face US UCLA. Yeah, but the thing with that again is that means for a two year stretch, Michigan's gonna have to play Ohio State, Michigan State, and USC. Which I'm not against. I'm not saying they shouldn't. I'm just saying I'm interested to see if it'll they're gonna be do that. that. Then, yeah, it'll be that two year stretch and then next year it'll be Ohio State that would have to do that. Well, Ohio State, I mean, is never going to have to necessarily do it because they only have one protected rival. Michigan has the two, so they are going to have to consider. Well, that's what I'm saying. Who, at some point, at some point, Ohio State is going to have to have a difficult two games out of the three protected games. We'll see. Right <laughs> now, they don't have. They only have one difficult game. That might be my one great. That might be my one gripe right here, unless so, uh, unless Illinois get their shit together. That might be so, my one gripe. So here's the thing: you are not wrong to have that gripe. The reason why Ohio State schedules like this, in my opinion, and the reason why I'm not sure if they're ever going to give Michigan a hard schedule, is the whole point of this is to be flexible to get as many teams into the playoffs as possible. I genuinely think they're going to find a way to uh, like to finagle this to where nobody has that tough of a schedule except the teams that no one cares about. Because is it better to play, you know, you, to have Michigan play, and not for fans, talking about for the conference, because we want to see the games. Is it better to have Michigan play USC in the regular season or to get Ohio State, Michigan, and USC in the playoffs? Plus Penn State potentially. So I don't know what they're going to do. No one does. We're just I, you're only, right in that the they only, should do it. The only school I see on here that actually has like a tough. Well, no, 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 no. A tough, a tough two one, Illinois and USC. Yeah, they don't care about Illinois and I mean I don't not know Illinois. What I'm sorry, Northwestern, Northwestern and USC are the only <laughs> ones because Northwestern uh, well. has three tough ones there for Northwestern and then. I think those are three tough for USC. Maybe UCLA isn't that tough, but it's a rivalry, so it is tough. No, it's not. <laughs> not. Not right now. Not right now. It could be, but not right now. Um, 
Okay, so where am I at? Am I at Michigan? Yeah, Michigan. Michigan, uh, Michigan has Maryland, Michigan State, Ohio State. Michigan State has Indiana, Michigan, and Penn State. That's that's what you're talking about, right? You mentioned Michigan State, Penn State. They mm-hmm. have each other for the first two. It's kind of like that. This is a pseudo rivalry. We're not going to yeah. protect it forever, but we're going to respect it and give it to you for the first two years. And that's probably going to be in some sort of rotation where like, you're going to get that. Not all the time, but you'll get it decent, right? Um, And then you have Minnesota with Iowa, Nebraska, Wisconsin. You have Nebraska with Iowa, Minnesota, UCLA. Northwestern is Illinois, Ohio State, and Purdue. That's not a tough three? That's not a tough three for Northwestern? Everything's a tough three. They suck. (laughs) (laughs) Ohio State has Illinois. It's actually not that tough. Yeah, but it's tough for them because if that's at Rutgers instead of Purdue, no, Rutgers, like, would, uh, Rutgers would beat Northwestern too. So it's yes, like, Rutgers right. would, but I think compared to Purdue, well, okay, like, all right, yeah. But the thing you got to remember is the Purdue thing is recency bias because Purdue was shit forever into the last two years, and they have a new head coach. So we don't know that Purdue is going to be fair, good. Fair, fair, we don't fair. know that they're going to sustain it. Although I hope that they do because I think they're a fun story. Ohio State has Illinois, Michigan, Northwestern. Penn State has Michigan State, Rutgers, USC. Purdue has Illinois, Indiana, Northwestern. Rutgers has Maryland, Penn State, UCLA. UCLA has Nebraska, Rutgers, USC. USC has Penn State, UCLA, Wisconsin. And Wisconsin is also hard. They have Iowa, Iowa, Minnesota, Minnesota, and USC. USC. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough three, too. I don't know why they did that. I just rate that. Yeah, that's a tough three. So, so again, I think Wisconsin is a, a huge name. In the Big Ten, yes, it's the fifth. Yes, time. it's a huge name. Wisconsin has a lot of history. It's it's the, it's, it's at best the fifth highest. Okay, okay, I still think it's, I still think it's a big name. It's a big name in the Big Ten because Wisconsin has a big name. I, I, it has it has history. It has Hall of Famers. So it okay, has, so what what has, is what's uh, Heisman winners and um um oh, what's the what's the okay? So what is what's MVP? the point you're making about that though? Oh, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like out of the big names, Wisconsin and with out of the big names, only Wisconsin and USC have a tough three. Again, I'm only saying it's a tough three because rivalry games are tough regardless. They're going to always be tough because it's a rivalry game. Yeah, but also, like, you can't be mad at that because you just said that they need to give other people tough ones. Yes. Everyone's not Everyone's not going to have a tough one every time. What you hope is that they do. They actually do a good rotation and that people – Because that it, like, it, it's competitively balanced. Yeah, because I see, like, the argument for Ohio State, because I think Ohio State has the easiest one here. But the argument is going to be like, well, Illinois is on the up and up. Yes, they are, but will that last? Do we know that it'll last? Maybe yeah. maybe it was on the up and up, and now it it could fall off. So there's that, and then you have Northwestern. So you only have one real tough team. Because even while Illinois is on the up and up, and they play Ohio State well, because they did la- two years ago or last year, I can't remember what. Illinois hasn't ago. played Ohio State in a while. Okay, so then never mind. So like so so you got Michigan, which is of course that was a given. Then you got Northwestern, which is like a shit show, and then Illinois is up in the air. And whether while Illinois was still on the up and up, six games, I think, six or seven games they won last year. Yeah, but I mean, the and hard they thing lost about a it, lot on defense and their best running back. 
Yeah, but I guess the hard thing about it is you if you're you like you don't know what teams will be, especially if you use recency bias, because you could argue that Penn State has it easier than Ohio State, because Penn State could beat USC. That USC like USC going into the Big Ten is gonna struggle in my opinion. Not like majorly struggle, but like nine and three struggle. I don't think they're gonna immediately come in and win it. Michigan State has been dog shit for two years. After, yes, after but, that, uh, the, but, but they're not always consistently dog shit. Right, but it doesn't matter about always because it's only for two years. So that's the thing. It's like if we're even just talking then, about even then, Michigan State still beat Michigan Penn State two years. No, years. Michigan was, Michigan State's only been dog shit for one year. They were good the year before. They were they were dog shit the year before that. Okay, dog and shit the year good, before dog that. Shit. But that's the thing. So, like, you don't really know. So you could look at it and say, like, if you if you do it based solely off last you year. You don't and really know, but you know for a fact Northwestern's dog shit. Yeah, but so is Rutgers. Ruck, yeah, but Rutgers, Rutgers was a playoff team. Not a playoff team. They were a bowl, bowl team. At, yeah, but at five and seven. Bowl, I, yeah. But, again. So, I mean, I'm just saying you could make the argument either way. And honestly... I might. I, I would make the argument that Penn State's I'll tell you this. I'll tell. I, I can't. I cannot hear the argument because I'll tell you right now. Rutgers is a tougher matchup than Northwestern. No matter who's playing Northwestern, Rutgers is a tougher matchup than Northwestern. But Illinois even, is a tougher matchup than Michigan State. Illinois should have won the West. They should have won the West. They should have beat. They should have beat Michigan, who beat Ohio State two years in a row. That's a tougher matchup. And Illinois might lose, but Illinois would punch USC in the mouth. In the mouth. So, Again, like, but okay, all right, cool. Illinois is a a tougher match matchup than Michigan State, and Illinois struggled against Michigan State. Let's not, let, let, remember that. Yeah. So they struggled. So yes, it's a tougher matchup by a small margin. It no, is a huge. Uh, the margin, the margin between Rutgers and, and Northwestern is bigger than the market, the margin between uh, Illinois and Michigan State. Well, somebody had to get Northwestern. <laughs> like I don't know what you want to say. Northwestern could have played Maryland and Nebraska and okay. called it a right. day. Okay, but how how big how big is and to your logic how big is the gap between Michigan and USC? USC is not beating Michigan. The Michigan that showed up the last two years, they're not beating Michigan. Like, no. you're not including Michigan in this. So, Penn State's is still easier because Ohio State has the best, has a back-to-back playoff team, a team that's lost three games in two years, and another team who should have won. I mean, but you have to. You no, have to kill all three game, of them. But that game that game was going to happen but regardless. They still have to but play I, but, it, so you have to count all the, of them. Out of the three teams, out of this, out of just Ohio State and Penn State, those three teams I'm looking at for two for each school, Ohio State got an easier route, especially just because of who Ohio State is. That is a easier three than Penn State has. People are project are projecting Penn State to be a playoff team this year. Yes. So Penn is State. it easier? If Penn State is what they're supposed to be, they should whoop everybody's ass. Like yes, it's easier. Yes, it's easier because Penn State's projected, and everybody knows Ohio State will be. Ohio State's always going to be that. Exactly. But we're not talking about Ohio State. We're talking about the strength of their opponent. We'll we'll get comments. 
There is no way you think Illinois, Michigan, Northwestern is a tougher three matchup than Michigan State, Rutgers, and USC. Michigan State and See, Rutgers are Heisman winner on it. So candidate. What does that mean? Blake Corum is a Heisman candidate. Lincoln Riley has failed against every tough opponent and every single one of his coaching stops. Jalen Hurts was a Heisman winner, didn't make the playoffs. Uh, 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 Kyler Murray, Heisman winner, didn't win anything. Uh, who's the one that they had? Spencer Rattler, no longer there. He always has a good quarterback, and he always loses against a good team, which is what Penn State is. Yeah, USC I, is a good team fine, on paper. Fine, Penn State, again, if they're good, is going to body so USC. Is Illinois. Illinois is good on paper, and until you really look at the paper, they were you good last they, year. Yeah, they almost beat. They lost the Big Ten championship. A lot of that good is gone now. That running back not there. That deep, them defensive players are not there, especially that secondary. So are you predicting? Are you projecting for Illinois to be bad this year? I'm projecting for Illinois to be what they were last year, which was a six to seven win team. I think you a six US- to seven win team that was one play away from beating the best team in the conference and winning eight games. Okay. And and going against Michigan a second time after already beating them. Two years ago, two years ago, Penn State was one play away from beating Ohio State. They're always one play away from beating Ohio State. They were literally one blitz away from beating Ohio State. All they're, they had to do was not blitz. They're always one play away from beating Ohio State for like the last five years. Either way, the point of this I'm is this. I'm sorry, I, I see Northwestern, and I don't care. As soon as you see, as soon as I see Northwestern on your school, this is what I'm saying. Someone take, had to play Northwestern. I, I'll tell you like this. I'll tell you like this. Take the Northwestern game and make it any other school. Okay. So, okay. Here's the thing. And you know I don't believe this. But if we're talking about recent performance, Northwestern has at least shown that they can be good. They've won the West twice in the last six years. Rutgers hasn't done anything. So if either Northwestern Jordan, or Rutgers, Jordan, no, 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 people, people are calling their, listen, people, believe that I don't because I know who their coach is, but literally last year, media was project, uh, projecting them to win the Big Ten because it was an even year because they're good every other year. This is the first yes, this is the first time that Northwestern has been bad in back-to-back seasons, even though like I'm just giving you the arguments. So if either team was going to be better in the future, Northwestern has shown North I'm going with Rutgers. I would too, because I think both I think the coach should be fired, but Northwestern has shown the ability to be good and to win. Rutgers has not. Man, first of all, the last time when Northwestern was good, it was a shortened season. They but the, the, time be- that- the time before that, it wasn't, and and Rutgers wasn't and then, good during the shortened season. And then, and then Indiana was good in the shortened season, and Rutgers wasn't. wasn't That's not true. Rutgers that. can't. Rutgers then, hasn't but, won okay. a single thing. Yeah, but Rutgers was just a Rutgers just was in a bowl game, and I think won it. While Northwestern hasn't won three games in two years. And the year, and the year before that, Northwestern won 
the Big Ten West yeah, and was with, beating with, Ohio State with, and was with beating Ohio and had getting out on games bro. and, they had, and was beat and was beating Ohio Michigan, State Michigan at half and was beating Ohio State at half in the Big Ten championship game. Because no one took them serious. And the Big Ten championship game they didn't take them serious. Come on. You listen, know damn well they didn't. Listen, you know they didn't. You know listen, they didn't. You listen, know they didn't. You know that because that was the same I'm, thing that happened. That was the same thing that happened against Northwestern last year with Ohio State. Uh, Northwestern was giving them a good go at it for a half, and that's only because Ohio State was like, "This is okay. Northwestern." All right, listen. You just said that for the last two times Northwestern played Ohio State, they gave them a good game for a half. When has Rutgers ever given Ohio State a good game for a half? I, ever. Rutgers has never. No, they haven't. No, they haven't. Ohio State. Ohio State's quarterback is always out after the first or second drive in the third quarter. Rutgers has never played Ohio State close. You're getting the mix up with Maryland. I don't even think. Matter of fact, last year I don't even think your starters started that game against Northwestern. They they did. (laughs) You're not. Yes, I I watched the game. I'm pretty sure they they, did. All right. Nobody that, sits anybody like come on, Dante. Come on, be realistic. Game. Be right. realistic. They played. It, anyway, here's the thing. Because ultimately, I don't believe in them. I'm just saying, Penn State. You could make the argument that Penn State is just as easy, if not easier. That's all I'm saying. Regardless, because if that's the case, if we're talking about giving people a good game for a half or even just a good game, regardless, Michigan State plays Penn State well every single time. Wow. <laughs> it's like, do they? Yes, yes, literally every single time. Yes. Because I get so my nerve because I was like, Penn State, why are you struggling with Michigan State? Like, do All the time. All the time. It's like, uh, do they really? Here's the Michigan thing. State and gave Minnesota a great game. Michigan State will suck, but they'll give you a great game. Minnesota didn't do anything last year. Like, look, at the end of the day, Ohio State's schedule is easy. Very. Penn State's schedule is also easy. Okay. Michigan's schedule, based on what Michigan State has been, is also easy. Every every good team has an easy (laughs) schedule except USC, and I don't know why they did USC like that. And Wisconsin. But Wisconsin wasn't good the last two years. Yeah, but I th- we both we both think they're going to be good this year. Yeah, but they don't get the the good tax when you haven't been good and you have a new coach. Like like that that's what okay, I'm saying. Okay. If that's the case, then Iowa. Nobody. Do you respect Iowa? No. Nope. <laughs> okay. And hold on. Iowa was you, you you can't count Iowa. I keep telling you. Iowa asked for these three teams. The Big Ten didn't tell them they had to play them. Right. Iowa went to the that's table and that's asked what, and begged to saying. play these three that's teams every single year. And that's what I'm saying. Like it's that's why I said I think Iowa's ducking smoke. I mean, the thing about it is, if Nebraska and Wisconsin get good with their new coaches, they're not ducking anything because Iowa's going to be the worst. But, but that's, that's if and if if was a fifth, we all be drunk, my guy. <laughs> I'm just saying, you just you just said you think Wisconsin's gonna be good again. So that's that was not an if. It's just about if Nebraska's good. And that guy's been good everywhere. Either way, we're going on too long. But 
the good thing about the back and forth we just had is it shows the funness of the Flex Protect Plus that we're never going to call that after this podcast. The fact that you can talk about it and you can argue about it and you can say this team should have played this team and that is what makes this interesting and why I think it's good because you could never do that before with divisions when Ohio mm-hmm. State Despite no matter how easy you say this is right now, it's not as easy as when they had Maryland, Rutgers, and Indiana every year. Yeah, <laughs> so it's yeah. like there's still more competitive balance. It's still something. It's going to be fun every two years to sit and look and even argue you, about who should have played even who. UCLA kind of got an easy one. If 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 this keeps if, if Nebraska isn't good, you got one hard school, and that's your rival. And even you don't think USC is going to be that well in the Big Ten to start well, off. Well, against UCLA, it doesn't matter. They're going to body them. But I'm talking about actual Big Ten teams. <laughs> I'm talking about real teams. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, ultimately, it's fun. It's interesting. I hope other people are arguing about it, too, because it brings life to a scheduling model that had no life. And ultimately, we could be the SEC, and we could all be duck and smoke, and we're not. And at the end of the day, no matter how hard you think the schedule is, they all have to play each other. <laughs> like they, Ohio, Ohio yeah. State, Ohio State may not have USC this year, but they got them next year, right? So it's like, even if your protected games are easy you may have a year where you're getting Ohio State and Michigan even though they gave you Northwestern and your protected stuff is no longer easy. So, like, that's the fun of it of, like, you never really know. Like, there's going to be a year where Ohio State's like, oh, we got it easy, we got it easy, and then they got to play Penn State. But they haven't played Penn State every year, so they're not used to playing Penn State no more, and then they got to go with the, they got to go with the Penn State that is – beating up on other people, and it's like, yeah, we're out to get revenge, right? Michigan is going to have a good year and then have to go out in L.A. Or USC is going to be good, and then they're going to have to go to freaking Michigan in the cold and play a run-heavy team that's going to run the ball 50 times in 10-degree weather, and they're going to shit themselves. And we're all, as fans, (laughs) going to love it. So ultimately, there's always going to be things to argue about. That's why I wanted to do the show. That's why it's fun. But ultimately, this is a win for the conference and for the fans. Agreed? Agreed. I That I can agree with. That for I sure. That I truly agree with. All right. And with that, we're going to get out of here because, like I said, this is going to be the first and only show, it seems, that when we say we're going to be quick, we'll actually be quick under an hour. Uh, uh, stay around for Landgrant. Yeah, stay around uh, Landgrant Holy Land. Uh, I'm going to have at least two articles before the weekend's up on this. The first one, kind of what I did on the podcast, just explaining it. And then the second one, I'm going to go through and look at the 24-25 schedule and pick out some of the interesting games, like their full schedule, pick out some of the interesting games and just discuss kind of what this means for the next two years and anything else that I think about because we've been waiting on this for a while and there's a lot of things to talk about. You can find you can follow me on Twitter at JordanW330. Dante, where can I find you? Oh my goodness. You can Uh, find Dante at Dante Dante M1016. It came to mind. It came to mind. It's because I have so many Twitters. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. you can let us know in the comments what you do and don't agree with, because I've already seen some of the tweets. And y'all don't agree with a lot of it, just like we didn't agree with a lot of it. And we will see you hopefully on Monday, but sometime next week with our regularly recorded show. Oh, hell no.